Thanks for listening in to the Calvary Podcast, coming to you from Miami, Florida. We're so glad you've joined us. We hope today's message will encourage you and remind you that God is with you and He's for you. Here's today's message. Happy Easter. Come on, it is Easter Sunday. We are so glad that you are with us today. My name is Alex and me and my wife Diana, we're the pastors at Calvary Church. We're so glad that you are watching Calvary Church online and you decided to tune in. I hope you've enjoyed service so far. Our prayer today is that no matter where you are, what you're going through, you will realize that God is for you, God is with you, and that he has plans and dreams for your life. And so we love you very much. We miss each and every single one of you. Welcome to our house. We're here in our home today, and so we're trying to do the best we can with all that we have, and so we're glad that you are watching. It's Easter Sunday. Come on, this is the day. We're excited about it today, and I really believe that today God wants to speak into your life. As a church, we're excited because we've been in this series called Nothing Is Impossible. It's probably been my favorite series that we've done so far. It's been amazing, and today we're going to finish it with the greatest miracle of all time. We've been in this series now going on six weeks. Week one, we talked about Jesus and what he did when he turned water into wine. Week two, we talked about Jesus restoring the sight of the blind. Week three, we talked about Jesus when he freed a man who was possessed by evil spirits. Week four, some friends brought a paralytic to Jesus in a home. and That was amazing. And then last week, we talked about Jesus feeding a multitude of 5,000 plus with just seven pieces of food. Absolutely crazy. But today, today is the greatest miracle ever. Come on. It's the greatest miracle of all time. So let's read together. I want you there, wherever you're at, grab your Bibles. And I want you to go with me to John chapter 20. Go to John chapter 20. I can't wait to get into this story. I believe that today in the next few minutes, God's going to speak to us wherever we are. So I'm pumped about it. Go to John chapter 20. In fact, if you're with somebody there in your house or your home, wherever you're at, if you're with someone, smile at them. Tell them that they look good today. Come on, encourage somebody around you today as you're going to John chapter 20. I'm going to read from scripture for a little bit. I'm going to talk about Jesus, and then we're going to pray and have the best day and best Easter ever. John chapter 20, go down to verse 11 with me. John 20, verse 11. Uh, Just to give you a little bit of context, Jesus has died. Mary and the disciples, they can't believe it. On this day, Mary's going to go visit the grave of the tomb of Jesus, and we pick it up there in verse 11. It says this, now Mary, she stood outside the tomb crying. As she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white seated where Jesus' body had been, one at the head and the other at the foot. They asked her, woman, why are you crying? She said, well, they've taken my Lord away, and I don't know where they have put him. At this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not realize it was Jesus. He asked her, woman, why are you crying? Who is it that you're looking for? Thinking he was the gardener, she said, sir, If you've carried him away, tell me where you put him, and I'll go get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him, and she cried out in Aramaic, Rabbani, which means teacher. Jesus says, do not hold on to me, for I have not yet ascended to the Father. Go instead to my brothers and tell them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and to your God. Mary Magdalene went to the disciples with the news, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. Verse 19. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together, the doors were locked for fear of the Jewish leaders. Jesus came 
and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. And the disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. John chapter 20. What a beautiful story. Today I want to talk for a few minutes out of John chapter 20. Come on, on this Easter Sunday, I titled today's message, The Miracle is in the House. Come on, tell somebody around you, The Miracle is in the House. Grab a notebook if you can. Let's all try to learn together for the next few minutes. Then we'll pray and have an incredible Easter Sunday. Let's start off with a quick prayer and then we'll talk about Jesus. Father, we thank you so much for today. We thank you for your love, for your goodness, for your faithfulness. God, thank you for this day. This is the day that the Lord has made. God, thank you that today we realize, we remember that Jesus is alive. Thank you for loving people like us. We love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Hey, unexpected change of plans happen all the time. Have you ever had an unexpected change of plans? I think all of us can say, especially right now, we've experienced a change of plans. I was remembering this one time where me and Diana, we really wanted to go get ice cream. She loves frozen yogurt. And so we got dressed. We got ready. It was a date. We were going to go get some frozen yogurt, hopped in the car, drove over. And when we got to our favorite spot, it was closed. We were 10 minutes earlier than it was supposed to close. We looked through the window. Lights are starting to be turned off. And we're like, what, what happened? This was like our date night. We came to get some frozen yogurt. Change of plans, right? I remember this other time we were on a cruise ship. And we had signed up for this excursion, and it was to get on a submarine. And so we wake up, we get prepared, we get ready, we get dressed, and we go get ready for this excursion. When we show up, we realize that our phones and our watches were still on Easter Standard Time. We were in a whole nother time zone, so we were an hour late when we were supposed to get there. Like, I had never been on a submarine, still never been. Change of plans, right? It's not happening. Change of plans, they happen so, so often. Unexpected change of plans. They happen in life so much. Have you ever had an unexpected change of plans? Life will hand us all kind of unexpected change of plans. And because this happens so often, appointments get canceled, life gets turned around, our schedule gets crazy. It results in our hopes, our dreams, our ambitions, our desires. Everything that we want, all of a sudden it gets crushed, it gets changed. All of a sudden, we realize these change of plans are not what I expected. Oh, now they get canceled. Life is not going the way I thought it was going to go. How, how do we react when a change of plans happen? Like, that's my question. I'm trying to look like, how do we react? How do we respond when there's a change of plans? So often I found myself getting frustrated, upset, and anxious when life is not going the way that I thought it should go. When life throws something at me. And, and here's the problem that I think happens with a change of plans. A change of plans often results in a conclusion of peace. Listen to me today. A change of plans often results in a conclusion of peace. Because plans go out the window, peace goes out the window too. All of a sudden, we, we begin to have fear. We begin to have worry. We begin to fret. Peace goes out with plans. This is not the way that I thought life was going to go. We get restless. We get anxious. We get stressed. And can I tell you, it affects our entire lives. It affects every area of our lives. 
All of a sudden, our relationships are strained. All of a sudden, our attitude just begins to get different. Our spirits get crushed. Our faith begins to diminish because there's been a change of plans. But today's a day where we remember that a change of plans really means nothing when Jesus is on our side. Come on, it's Easter Sunday. I don't know about you, but I get excited when I think about Easter Sunday. I get excited about Jesus. Come on, today's the day that we remember that it's never over until God says it's over. Here's what I know about peace. Peace is relational, not situational. In other words, my peace doesn't have to go just because my circumstances have changed. Right? Can I tell you, I don't have peace because my situations are good. I have peace because my Savior is great. Come on, somebody. That spoke to me. I have peace because Jesus is with me. I have peace because I know he's on my side. I have peace because I know that Jesus is alive. And if he's alive and he's with me, come on, you can have peace through a storm. You can have peace in the middle of any situation. Come on, today's the day that we realize nothing is impossible for our God. Our Savior is great. Nothing is impossible for him. Come on, if sin and death and the grave couldn't hold him down, then he can come into my situation and turn it around. That's what we're celebrating today. We're celebrating the great risen Savior, Jesus. And here's what I want you to know today. Today, because the grave is empty, you can remain unshaken even in the unexpected. Come on, because Jesus is alive, you can remain unshaken even in the unexpected. Expected John, John chapter 20, I love this story, right? Like Jesus, this is the unexpected death of Jesus. The disciples had no idea Jesus was going to a cross. That's not what they expected. You read through the Gospels, you read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and the disciples were clueless. Like They thought, we're going to Jerusalem, and Jesus is going to be the new king in Jerusalem, going to take over Israel, going to defeat the Roman Empire. Like Life is going to be amazing with Jesus. Oh, we've seen him do all these miracles. Life is about to go amazing. And then all of a sudden, the unexpected death of Jesus happens. He gets arrested on a Friday night in the Garden of Gethsemane. They take him. They pierce him. Hit him. Bruise him. Put a crown of thorns on his head. And a few hours later, they see him being nailed to a cross. Unexpected. The disciples are shocked. There's been a change of plan. This is not the way that we saw this going. Like This is our friend. This is our brother. Like, Jesus, what is going on? I thought life was going to look so much different. I, I thought we, this is, we saw you healing the blind. We, we saw you feeding the multitudes. Like, we thought things were going to work out another way. Sometimes we don't like the way God works things out. Because we want things on our schedule. We want, we want things to look the way that we want. But God often would do things in our life that we don't expect. And this is where we need to trust him. So the disciples, they, they can't understand. It doesn't fit in our plans. This is crazy. There's been a change of plans. And Jesus, on a Friday evening, is laid down in a grave. He's dead. They pierced him on his side to make sure he's dead. And they lay him down in a grave. The disciples, they go home. And they're locked away in their homes because now they're afraid that they may be next. Days pass by. The Bible says that Mary, early on the first day of the week, Sunday, she goes to visit the grave of Jesus. And as she gets there, she realized that the, the stone has been rolled away. It was sealed. There was guards. It's been rolled away. She looks inside and she doesn't see the body of Jesus. She begins to cry. She begins to cry. She sees the angels. They tell her, why are you crying? And she's like, somebody's taking the body of Jesus. I can't believe it. Then she hears a second voice that says, why are you crying? And she didn't realize it was Jesus asking her. 
Today, I, I just feel today that Jesus is telling some of us, why are you crying? Why are you crying? Today, he's telling some of us, why are you nervous? Hey, why, why are you anxious? Why are you stressed out? Today, why are you worried? Just like Jesus asked Mary, he's asking us today, hey, why, why are you crying? Why are you fearful? Why are you so full of doubt? Jesus was asking her this question, and she thought it was the gardener. And she's like, if you've taken the body, just tell me. And then finally she realized it was Jesus. He says, Mary. She realizes, oh, I know that name. I know that voice that called my name. It's Jesus. Today he's calling some of our names. Today he's saying, hey, I, I want you to know I'm with you and I'm for you. Mary cannot believe this. Right? Like Mary, she, she sees Jesus. She's like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. And so she goes running over to her friends. She goes to where the disciples are, right? And she's like, oh my God, Jesus is alive. This is crazy. Now the disciples were locked in in a house. They were afraid, they were fearful because they said, if they kill Jesus, we might be next. Mary goes into the house and she's like, hey, listen, Jesus is alive. They were in a house afraid. So much of this story is so relatable to the day that we are living in today. Like this is relatable to the moment that we are in, right? This pandemic has affected the whole entire world, basically. And so many of us are in our homes. And we, got, we got our doors locked. We're inside, afraid to go out. And we don't know what tomorrow is going to look like. Afraid of the outside is causing pain. It's changing plans. It's taking lives. It has affected so much. But on this day, thousands of years ago, Oh, come on. Jesus stepped into the house. Jesus stepped into the house. The doors were locked today. There's some of us that have our doors locked with worry. There's some of us that have our doors locked with fear. There's some of us that have our doors locked with anxiety. Some of us have our doors locked with fear and doubt and insecurities. Can I tell you, Jesus wants to step into your house. The disciples were in the house afraid, looking out the window. Are we next? What's going to happen? We don't want to go outside. They were quarantined in their house, afraid to go out. But Jesus steps into the house. Come on, to bring peace, joy, hope. Come on, to bring his love, to bring some kind of grace into their lives for them to realize I'm for you and I'm with you. Little did they know that the miracle was in the house. Come on, I'm here to tell somebody you've been waiting on a miracle. You said, God, why is my life looking like this? Why did my marriage turn out this way? Look at my kids. Life is absolutely crazy. The miracle that you're waiting for is in the house. Come on, the spirit of Jesus wants to enter into your house today and he wants to bring you peace and he wants to bring you love and he wants to bring you hope on this Easter Sunday. Come on, I wish I had somebody with me to encourage me today. The miracle is in the house. It's Easter Sunday. This is what we're celebrating today. That he stepped into the house where they were full of fear and anxiety. And he says, hey, the grave doesn't hold me anymore. Death cannot hold me anymore. I've defeated sin and death for you and for your friends and for your family. And I will step into your situation. And I'll bring in all kind of hope, peace, love, joy. Today he wants to step into the house. Come on, the miracle is in, in the house. Today he wants to step into your heart. Today he wants to step into your soul. And he wants to bring you something that you've never experienced. Come on, it's Easter Sunday. It's the greatest reminder of all time that God, he will make impossibilities possible. Today, I don't know what impossibility you're up against, but this is a good day to remind our soul that nothing is impossible for our God. God is with us. 
He will never leave us. He'll never. Somebody needs to listen to this today. He loves you. This is not a coincidence that you're listening to this today. He loves you. He's for you. And he's with you. And because of what happened on Easter Sunday, today we can have peace. Today we can have joy. Today we can have all that God brings on this Easter Sunday. Jesus stepped into the house and he says, peace be with you. The disciples were afraid. They were busy looking out the window. They were full of fear, anxiety, and worry. And Jesus says, hey, peace be with you. Your doors may be locked, but, but I can get in through locked doors. Today, your heart may be hardened, but he can walk inside that heart. Today, your life may look like it's going crazy, but he can step into that situation. Today, you've been full of fear, worry, and anxiety. Life is going crazy. He'll step in and he'll say, peace be with you. In fact, he says it twice. He says that he showed them his hands and his feet and his side. And then he says it again, peace be with you. He had to say it twice because there was such a lack of peace. Today, I feel like Jesus is saying, peace be with you. There's a lack of peace in our world. There's a lack of peace in our lives. And he's saying, peace, peace be with you. I want to talk about three quick things that the resurrection of Jesus brings into our life. And I hope it will help you today as we look at Jesus, as we see Jesus, resurrected Jesus, the promises that it brings into our life. Number one, you can write this down. I really believe that because Jesus is alive, because the grave is empty, number one, you can have peace in chaos. Life may look chaotic. Life may look crazy. But today you can have peace in the middle of chaos. Here's what I've learned about peace. Peace is not an absence of problems, but peace is the presence of Jesus. Life will have unexpected change of plans all the time. Just like the disciples had no idea Jesus was going to die unexpectedly. They also didn't know he was going to resurrect unexpectedly. He tried to tell them. He tried to tell them that he was, he was going to the grave and then he would resurrect. They had no idea. Life seemed chaotic for them. Life is crazy, but we have a God that brings peace in the middle of chaos. How come everybody else is going crazy, but you're so peaceful? It's because Jesus is alive. How come the world is full of fear and anxiety and stress? And people will ask, how come it seems like you just have this peace about you? Well, because Jesus, he defeated the grave. And because he overcame the grave, not only have my sins been forgiven, but now I have peace in the middle of my chaos. Look what the Bible says in John chapter 16, verse 33. I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, because I have overcome the world. Jesus says, in this world you will have trouble, but take heart, have peace. You're going to have trouble. Life is not going to be easy. There's going to be chaos in the world. But I've overcome the world. I've overcome the grave and I've overcome sin and death so that you can have peace in the chaos. I love what the Bible says in Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 through 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Come on, the Bible says that peace will guard your mind and your heart. Somebody watching today, you need this peace that Jesus is offering. He wants to guard your mind and he wants to guard your heart. Because Jesus defeated the grave, you can have peace today in the middle of chaos. Isaiah chapter 26 verse 3 says, You will keep him in perfect peace, those whose minds are steadfast, because they trust in you. Come on, Jesus, he's with us in the chaos. 
Jesus, he's with us in the middle of trouble because he overcame the grave. Number one, you can have peace in chaos. Number two, you can have hope in uncertainty. We're surely living in uncertain times. Times are crazy. We don't know what tomorrow's going to look like. We don't know what next week is going to look like. Unemployment rates keep going up. And I know the numbers look crazy, but, but there's something about the resurrection that makes us live with hope. Come on, there's something about the resurrection that makes us have this hope deep down in our soul. That it doesn't matter what may happen tomorrow, what may happen next week. We know that because Jesus overcame the grave, we can stand in hope. Come on, somebody. I feel like somebody today, you need some hope in your soul. Somebody that's watching me today, you need to stand up with hope. Come on, fears tried to get you. The lies have tried to defeat you. But you got to remember today, my Jesus, he overcame the grave so I can stand in hope. Come on. I can have hope in uncertainty because Jesus is alive. The disciples were facing an uncertain time. What's going to happen? They, they had left their businesses. They were fishermen, tax collectors. They had left it all three years ago to follow Jesus. And now here we are. Jesus is dead. What are we going to do? It seemed like it was uncertain. So Jesus popped up in the house. Come on. The miracles in the house. And because Jesus resurrected, now they have hope. Even if the outside was still uncertain. He's in the house. He's in the, he wants to step into your house today. He wants to come into your life and in my life and say, hey, you can have hope today because of me. I love what the Bible says in the book of Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. This verse was written for people that were living in exile. They were living in strange times. They were afraid. They were fearful. And God reminded them, hey, for I know the plans I have for you. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. Today, you may say, Alex, I'm living in crazy times. I, I don't know what tomorrow. Can I tell you? God has a hope and a future for you. Trust in him. You can have hope in uncertainty. First Peter chapter 1, verse 3. Peter's writing, because of the resurrection, what we have. First Peter chapter 1, verse 3. Praise be to God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. It says this, in his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope. Come on, we have a living hope. A hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. We have a living hope because Jesus resurrected from the dead. Come on, my hope is not just this wishful thinking. It's not positive thinking. I have hope and I have faith that because Jesus is alive in uncertainty, I can stand still and I won't be shaken. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 19 says, we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. What's the hope? It's Jesus. Jesus is our anchor. And because he's in our soul, I'm firm and secure no matter what. Number one, you can have peace and chaos. Number two, you can have hope in uncertainty. And on this Easter Sunday, because Jesus defeated the grave. Number three, you can have joy in pain. Joy in pain. The disciples, they were in pain. The disciples, they couldn't believe it. Their friend had thought they witnessed Jesus being nailed to a cross. It was gruesome. It was violent. It was ugly. The Bible says that you couldn't even recognize Jesus. This is how bad he was scarred, pierced, drenched in blood. They're, they're seeing their friend from a distance as they were looking at the cross on a Friday evening. They saw him be laid down in a tomb. They saw the stone come over and it was sealed. It was done. And they went away to their homes to live in pain. Today, some of you, you think your situation is sealed and done. You're, you're like, my life looks just like that grave. Oh, my marriage is sealed and done. My family is sealed and done. 
The business that I had, sealed and done. Oh, because of the, this addiction, because of this bad habit, sealed and done. Alex, you don't know my dysfunction. You don't know my trouble. And it looks like life is tough. And it's full of pain. Because life is full of pain. But the disciples were there in that house. And the miracle stepped into the house. And I love what the Bible tells us in John chapter 20. Look at what happens, right? Like we're, th Think about this. We're living in, in the year 2020. Many of you know that when it comes to eyesight, 2020 means perfect vision. I love how the Bible in John chapter 20, verse 20, John 20, 20, it says this. After he said this, he showed them his hands inside and the disciples were overjoyed because they saw the Lord. In John 20, 20, they saw the Lord and they were overjoyed. Can I tell you that today, you, God wants to give you 2020 vision. That if you can see him, a live, risen Savior. Come on, not a Savior that's dead. Not one that just stayed hanging on the cross. But one that overcame death. One that overcame sin. Come on, if you can see him standing in all his majesty. In all his power saying, I am the King of Kings. I am the Lord of Lords. If you can get a vision of Jesus, you can have joy even in the midst of pain. Because we know that tomorrow is uncertain. We know that tomorrow, we don't know what the earth is going to look like. We don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. But when I see risen Savior Jesus, I can have joy even in pain. I want to tell you today that if your vision is clear, your heart can be full. The disciples were overjoyed when they saw Jesus. It's not a coincidence that this is 2020 and how the enemy's fighting us. Is with our vision. What are your eyes on? Today, get your eyes off that problem. Today, get your eyes off that struggle. Today, get your eyes off the uncertainty. Get your eyes off the data and the numbers that they keep showing. For a moment, put your eyes back on risen Jesus. He's alive. He defeated sin and death for me and for you. And because he's alive, we can have joy in pain. That's what the Bible tells us. And I'll finish with this. Romans chapter 15, verse 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. As you trust them, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Come on, I love it. There's peace in the chaos. Today you got to realize there is peace in the chaos because of risen Jesus. Number two, there is hope in uncertainty. And number three, you can have pain. You can have joy in pain. Today he wants to fill you with joy. Life is crazy. There's change of plans. It's uncertainty. Come on, we all know. We've gone through it. But today you can have peace. You can have hope and you can have joy. I want everybody paying attention for a moment. I don't know where you're at. I don't know what you're doing. For a moment, if you can pay attention to me. If today you're saying, Alex, I don't have a relationship with God. I feel so far from God. I got good news for you. God loves you. He loves you so, so much. It doesn't matter where you've been. It doesn't matter what you've done. I really believe that it's not a coincidence that you're watching this today. He loves you. And he has a plan and a purpose for your life. Maybe you're like, Alex, that's cool, but that's not for me. I've done things that nobody knows. I know, but God knows. I may not know, your family may not know, but God knows, and he loves you still. The Bible says that every single one of us were sinners. There's some of us watching today. You're saying, Alex, I feel far from God. I know I've done wrong. God can't love me. The truth is, all of us are sinners. I'm a sinner. You're a sinner. And our sin separates us from God. The Bible says that God loves us so, so much that he sent his one and only son, Jesus, and Jesus came and he grabbed all of my sin. He grabbed all of your sin. He grabbed all of our sin, all of our shame, all of our guilt. And the Bible says that Jesus, he went up on a cross with the sins of the world on his shoulders. The Bible says that sin has a heavy price. It's called death. 
And Jesus says, I'll take death so that you don't have to pay that price. Jesus went up on a cross and he paid the price for our sins. It's what we talked about on Good Friday. Look at the cross. That's where Jesus paid the price for all of our sins so that the charges would be clean. Jesus came. He, he died for me and he died for you. The Bible says he took all of our sins. He died there on that cross. After he died, they put him down in the grave. He was dead for three days. But after three days, Jesus Christ, he resurrected. Jesus is alive today. He's the hope that you need. He's the answer that you've been looking for. He's the solution that you've been asking for. You're watching today. You're in a house. You're watching me from somewhere. You're like, Alex, I need a brand new beginning. I need a brand new start in life. I, I don't like where I'm at. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I don't know if God wants anything to do with me, but today I wish I had a brand new beginning. That's what Easter Sunday represents. Today you can have a brand new beginning because Jesus died and resurrected for you. Today if you're watching, you say, Alex, I want a relationship with God. I want to start brand new. I want a brand new start in my life. What can I do? The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 10 that if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you will be saved. Come on, I would love to lead you in that decision and that prayer. Today, if you're watching, you're saying, Alex, I need a relationship with God. I feel far, I feel distant, but today I want to start brand new. Today, I want forgiveness for my sins. I want you to repeat after me in this prayer. I'm going to say a simple prayer. My prayer doesn't save anybody, but it's our faith and trust in Jesus that saves us. I'm just making this first prayer easy for you. Right there, wherever you're at, doesn't matter where you are, say this prayer with me out loud. Repeat it after me. Say, Father, thank you for today. Thank you for this opportunity. I admit that I'm a sinner and that my sin separates me from you. Jesus, come into my life. Be my Lord and be my Savior. From today on, I'm forgiven, I'm saved, and I'm healed. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Come on, can we celebrate each and every single person that made that decision today? Come on, if you made that decision today, we want to come alongside of you. and We want to help you on this journey. We're all on a journey after God. There where you're at, write in the chat. Hey, I made that decision today. Hey, I want to start a relationship with God. You can write in the chat. You can text us. You can email us. Get in touch with us. We want to send you a free Bible. This Bible is really cool. It has a lot of notes to help you understand what you're reading on the side and all that. And so it's made for new Christians. We want to put it in your hands today. So make sure you contact us anyway. Put it there in the chat. Text us. Email us. We're going to put this Bible in your hands. We love you so, so much. For the rest of us watching, today I want to pray for you. Maybe you're saying, Alex, I have a relationship with God, but I've been up against some unexpected things in life. Change of plans have happened. Life has been crazy. I, I know Jesus. I've been walking with Jesus, but life has been hard and I've been shaken. Life has been difficult and I feel like I've been stumbling. I feel like my faith levels are down. Today, come on, let's pray. It's Easter Sunday that, that God will renew the spirit within us. Come on, that the Holy Spirit will come. That same spirit that resurrected Jesus from the dead, that he would come and resurrect areas of our life that need to come alive again. Come on, I'm going to pray for all of us watching. If you're with your family, pray together. Come on, let's believe that God today can do something in our souls. Father, I thank you so much for each and every single person that's watching today. I thank you for each and every person that joined us for service. God, I pray that you would bless their homes right now. God, you know, some of us are watching and we've been up against some unexpected challenges this past week and month. Some of us have had challenges in our marriages, in our lives, in our minds, with addictions, with habits, some of us with jobs, with finances, and, and God, help us today. We're asking for strength from the Holy Spirit. God, on this Resurrection Sunday, Easter Sunday, God, that we realize that the same Holy Spirit that resurrected Jesus 
can resurrect us today. If we're feeling dead, if we're feeling dry, today, Holy Spirit, you come to make us alive in Jesus. Come on, we have a living hope. Today we realize that we can have peace in the chaos, hope in the uncertainty, and joy even in pain. That you promised us that you would always be with us no matter what. So I pray that you strengthen every single one of us. Bless all of our homes. God, that you would provide for us, that you would protect us. You are the provider and you are the one who brings provision. Thank you, God. I pray that you bless all of our homes, bless our families, keep us strong, keep us safe. God, we thank you for this day, the day that the Lord has made. We love you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Calvary, we love you so much. We miss you. We can't wait to hang with you and hug you and high-five you and worship together. But today was awesome. Come on. We don't have to go to a building to celebrate Easter because Easter comes to us. Come on. The miracle in the house. We love you so, so much. And we can't wait to see you. Make sure you follow us at Calvary Miami on Instagram. Go to our website for everything coming up. We pray that you have the best Easter ever. Have the best week. Make sure you jump on all those connect groups. Come on, let's talk. Let's Zoom. Let's hang out. We love you. We pray you have an incredible rest of your day. God bless you. Take care.